So have you ever suffered from shiny object syndrome? I certainly have, as have Mick and Deb, and I'm guessing you probably have too. And today we're going to be talking about how to deal with that and why it's a problem when it comes to growing a successful business. This is episode 79 of the Business and Making Podcast. Let's get into it. Do you want to make it as a maker? This is the Business of Making podcast with your hosts, Michaela Denvers, Deb Engelmeyer, and Jess Van Den. We know from experience that growing a handmade business is bloody hard work. We're here to make it a little bit easier for you by dishing out reality-based, no BS, tried and tested advice on how to make your business work. Tune in every week for an honest conversation on what it really takes to make a creative business a success. Hey all, Jess here and welcome back to the Business of Making podcast. I am here with my co-conspirators, Deb. Hello. And Mick. Hello. And today we have an episode we're actually very excited to talk yes. about because we've all suffered from this. <laughs> Still Shiny <suffer>. object syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> and how this can screw you up big time. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're going to be talking all about that, sharing our own experiences with that uh, and how it has messed us around and how we try to deal with it and uh, how we've learnt to perhaps reduce this in our or not. I don't know. Yeah, I like the word reduce because we certainly <laughs> haven't got rid of it. That's not entirely. <laughs> It's no getting rid of it. It's just managing it. Managing, it's not yeah. as it's, shiny. It's a good way. just less shiny. Yeah. <laughs> it's learning how to look away from the shiny yeah. uh, and focusing on what you should instead. But before we get into that, we have a couple of shout outs of awesome, awesome uh, platinum patrons that we love because they help us keep this show going. Without them, we could not afford to keep this show going. So thank you to all of our patrons and particularly our platinum patrons who get a shout out on the show. So if you want a shout out on the show, you can become one by going over to patreon.com forward slash T-B-O-M or thebusinessofmaking.com forward slash support. And you can join our crazy crew. And even more exciting, we recently bypassed our latest goal of 60 patrons Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah! yeah. <laughs> um, and we, what we said uh, when we hit that goal, we would do a live video Q and A session for all of our patrons. So that is coming up in June. It is going to be next at week. 10 a.m. on the 10th of June. I think it's next week as we yeah. release this. 10 a.m. on the 10th of June, Australian Eastern Standard Time. And that is the ninth, the evening of the 9th of June, if you're in like the US or Canada. So if you want to join us for that and you are a patron, cool. Just put it in your diary and make sure to hop on. Uh, we'll send you all the information. It's all in your Patreon feed. Just go check that out, how to you know access it. And if you need to leave questions beforehand, if you're not already a patron, you can still join and join us for the Q&A. So head on over and do that. And you can, uh, even if you can't make it live, you can leave questions for us to answer uh, when we do it. So our two patrons, and we're doing two because we have all these people or some people signing up lately, so we need to kind of ramp up our, <laughs> ramp up our uh, shout-outs to make sure we get through everybody. Uh, the first is the lovely Michaela Bear. Hi, Michaela. Hello. And she has a shop called Blue Stiggy, which is all about eco-conscious handmade goodness. And she has a range of different things. She has some beautiful notebooks and pencils and embroidery. And yeah, it's just, I love her aesthetic. It's really calm 
and modern and it it feels i'm a bit i'm a bit biased because it feels a little bit like my my own jewelry brand aesthetic but of course completely different products but it's like that kind of modern minimalist sort of Mm. aesthetic um which i'm really big fan of so if you want to go check her work out just head on over to blue stiggy so that's s-t-i-g-g-y.co.uk and go check out all of her beautiful work um So thank you so much, Michaela, for being one of our patrons. You are awesome. And you have a great name, just saying. (laughs) (laughs) It's spelled differently to yours, isn't it? It is. Yeah, there you go. All right, so our second uh, featured person of awesomeness is Vanessa Scott Hayward. And she, I've known her for years online now. Hey, Vanessa, shout out. Um, (laughs) She has two businesses, which are complimentary. So her first one is 606 Designs. So she kind of makes, this is really cool. She makes like literary gifts and map keepsakes. So she has like pencils with like quotes from Jane Austen novels on them. Um, she's got like these beautiful um, prints that have like maps of where people met or were born, you know, as a wedding favor or a, or a birth gift for a baby, uh, all sorts of really cool stuff. I love, I love her pencils. They're like my favorite because I'm a nerd and I like literary stuff. So they're really cool. So you can check that out over at 606design.com. And her other business for those of you uh, who have kitties, especially, is the Craft Corner, which is, she runs craft classes, which she's done since 2012. Sorry, 20, yes, 2012. That's the right date. Um, so I, I believe she has classes for adults as well, but I think she focuses mostly on uh, doing classes for kids. And obviously, normally she does in-person classes as well as um, I think she, because of, you know, what's been going on, uh, she has been pivoting to doing some online um, classes nice. as well. So I know she's she's keen to do that. So you can check that um, out over at thecraftcorner.ie. She is in Ireland. So if you are in Ireland and looking for someone, you know, to do, I'm not sure exactly where she's located off the top of my head. I can't remember. Sorry. Sorry, Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> but go check out our website, thecraftcorner.ie, and you can find that out and also maybe get access to some of those online classes for your kiddos, which I'm sure those of you with kids right now will find really helpful. <laughs> something to something to keep them creative and keep them distracted. There's so much. Stuck there. I'm on there now and there is so much. And I'm like, yeah, is there stuff for adults? Because I wouldn't mind joining even one of a kitty class. Like, <laughs> yeah, can I just pretend I'm seven or something? Oh, and just join it? That was the best time of my life. Like, you just didn't have anything oh. to worry about. You were just doing craft at school, pretty much. And then more craft at school like why don't did you guys make that? easter baskets was that a th- or easter bonnets i should say is um, that a thing in france remember. no it was more oh, like painting eggs and bunnies <laughs> <laughs> we used to have the easter bonnet parade when i was in primary school so you would make like a like an easter bonnet hat thing a crown thing out of paper and you everybody would decorate it differently oh, that kind and of then rings often you would take baskets as well yeah, I don't think they still do that either. now in Australia, definitely. Yeah, it's a thing here. I, don't I mean, know every opportunity was good places. to do some sort of craft, right? Like there was the craft that you were making <laughs> yeah. for your mom at Mother's Day and then at Christmas you were doing different things. This is all we did because we didn't know how to write, so we just had to paint. <laughs> it's so great. But seriously, this website's so, like, it's making me want to do so much of that again. It's so colourful and, like, yeah, very engaging. Very nice. So thank you, Vanessa and Michaela, for supporting the show and to all of our other patrons, of course, as well. Thank you. So let's get into, 
shiny object what is shiny object syndrome i think everybody kind of knows yes. but you know it's it's what we're talking about is you know basically when you you're going along in your business and then suddenly something grabs your attention <laughs> And you're like, oh, let's go do that. Let's try that. Let's try that new social media. Let's try that yeah. new uh, that new type of uh, website. Like, let's move from from Etsy to Shopify, or Shopify to WordPress, or WordPress to Wix, or whatever. Um, let's let's completely overhaul all of our photos. Even though my photos are fine, I want to like change them all. Let's like change our you know posting frequency on Instagram. I don't know. Like, there's a million and one things that could possibly pop up in your brain that will go Ooh, shiny and you just run off and follow that and completely forget about what you actually do neglect yeah. or neglect what you were doing already because it was maybe a bit boring mm. or it wasn't working. I don't know. We're going to talk about more about that in the next episode. So I'll leave that aside. Yeah. Well, the reason we started talking about this before we recorded and then we were like, oh, I yes. actually just recorded an episode on this <laughs> is because Facebook slash Instagram, same thing announced a new shop feature um, which everyone is talking about everywhere. That's all everyone is talking about because it literally just got announced like yesterday or two days ago or whatever. And so we were just kind of chatting about that. And I was personally, I never jump on the new things like this because there's always like a bug. They're always rolling it out and then it doesn't work well for a few months. And I'd much rather let it to the side and let people kind of like play with it a little bit. Then I hear, oh, this just doesn't work. This doesn't work. And I wait until they fix it <laughs> before I like, implement it. But I certainly didn't like pose everything yesterday to like dive into exactly what this new feature is. I will just because it's relevant to my work and helping people decide whether it might be good for them or not. But like I've seen so many posts on in Facebook groups for makers of people just dropping everything to try and work out how to set up this shop when this definitely wasn't on their to-do list that week or that day. <laughs> and they've just kind of like drop it all just for that. So that's perfect example of like a shiny object that's kind of like just arrived in your peripheral vision and you're like, I'm going to do this. <laughs> this is going to solve all of my other problems. <laughs> Yes. And that's often one of the, pro the things that arises that we think that somehow this new shiny thing is going to, it's going to be the thing. It's going to be the thing yeah. that makes everything change. It's going to revolutionize our business. <laughs> you know, if we just do this one thing, this one quick trick, it's what's, what's that I just see around. I haven't seen it for a few years, but you know, this one quick thing is going to make all the difference and it's going to be the difference between succeeding and failing. Yeah. And oh, with that, true. okay. So let's dive into that idea because I think that's the formal part of it. Like the fear mm. of missing out part of it, which is like, if I do not jump on this now and every other maker on the planet, does I will be left behind and I am never going to be successful because I'm not going to be doing the latest video pins I'm only doing images so I should do those and that you know oh god I'm exhausted just with this sentence you know like it's <laughs> just like that I think formal is a big part of it and it's in dealing with it helps you deal better with shiny object like if mm. you don't lean like if you don't let yourself have fear of missing out then you're better at saying, no, actually, I'm not going to do this right now because it's not mm. relevant to the goals that I have right now. I'll consider it later if it comes back and it's still relevant. But right now, that's not what I'm doing. But if you're being kind of pushed around by what the internet tells you to do because it's the latest thing, um, that generally, I, I, I would say a random number of five times, as, like it's going to take you as five times as long to make progress as you would have if you focused on just one thing. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. I think um, it's a little bit about just staying, I don't know if this is the right analogy because I feel like staying in your own lane has weird connotations in some 
some areas. But anyway, it is about staying in your own lane and worrying about yourself and worrying about your own business Mm. and not worrying so much about what everyone else is doing. Mm. But in saying that, um, I used to be a jumper on Aurora of of the new stuff. It's it's called an early adopter. Early adopter, thank you. That had gone out of my brain. I used to be an early adopter of stuff, Um, especially I remember around the time of like Periscope, if anyone remembers that. I was going to mention that. (laughs) I really was an early adopter and it was, it didn't really benefit my business in any way, but what it did do um, was I actually created some friendships around that time that I still Mm. talk to people online um, from however long ago that was. So there can be certain benefits of being an early adopter because obviously there's less people, there is more bugs, um, but you can get sort of a higher reach in, in some areas, I suppose. But in saying that, again, like as we were just saying, it's not going to be the one thing that pushes you over. It's not going to be the one thing that instantly improves your business or fixes everything. Mm. So I think if you have... I guess, time built into your schedule for shiny objects that, you know, you, you, (laughs) no one, (laughs) but you know, if you did have spare time and you weren't doing it in your business time and you wanted to just experiment with things, I think sometimes there are some benefits of jumping on early, um, to test things out. But as Deb said, like, it's going to be around, it's, there's no rush. So if you do have other priorities, Focus on your priorities that you should mm. be doing first. I think sure. the difference, though, like the word early adopter makes it sound a lot more committed and serious. And I think that's mm-hmm. the difference is that if you are going to, so say TikTok at the moment, it's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to say, okay, I'm going to open a TikTok account and I'm going to jump on this new thing because I think it's really relevant to my market, whatever, then do it, but make it a part of the long-term plan. Like you can't just jump on mm-hmm. for two weeks, see if you like it and then be like, no, nah, actually I, I now I'm doing, going to do Pinterest story pins or whatever. Like just pick your, your thing. And it's, it's, I agree. There's definitely advantages of doing the early, like people that early adopted Instagram are loving it right now. I mean, you, you know, it will be the same thing with TikTok and any other platform. Um, but they, they stuck to it and they made a plan for it. And it was like a long-term thing. It wasn't just let me dip my toes and then something else and then something else. And it was appropriate for their audience. Yes. I feel like we kind of glossed over that. You said it, yeah. but I think that's the most important thing yeah. to mention is the shiny object, like especially social media or marketing. Are your target audience on that yeah. platform? I feel like my jewellery uh, audience probably aren't on TikTok. Yeah. You know, maybe some of them are, but I feel like most of them aren't. <laughs> so is it worth me spending my time on it? Mm. You know? Yeah, because you have to, you, TikTok is a whole beast in itself like this whole you know you got to mm. learn the bloody dances if that's what you're going to do and is that you know, what like, you have to do yeah, like I'm well you know TikTok. but also i think i don't have it recognizing <laughs> i only really know about it because they're trying to reach the students through the university which makes sense isn't it like but it, it makes sense like kids. because they're mm. young and they're all on it because it's in lockdown they've got nothing better to do so they're learning yeah. all these bloody dances yeah. um but Recognizing, <laughs> recognizing too that a lot of these things will be fads and they're yeah. not going to last very, like I don't think TikTok's going to be around for the long term. I'm sorry, TikTok. Mm. Uh, mm. So, you know, just recognizing that jumping on things really quickly might not be a good investment of your time. But going back to how this all started with the Facebook, Instagram shop thing, I don't know, maybe that is, it doesn't sound like a fad. It sounds like something that they're trying to implement over the long term. So mm. that's something I guess that you have to weigh up and 
um, look at to see if oh, that would you know, be say if you're investment. focusing on Instagram right now, that's this is like your marketing channel of choice. You're like, I'm actually really putting effort into growing my account and engaging there, and I'd like to make sales. I just haven't been able to set up a shop yet. Yeah, highly relevant. It's mm. definitely a shiny thing, but maybe something you could consider doing in the next month, set it up in the next month, not tomorrow, <laughs> but you know, at some point soon because it's relevant to what you're doing. But if you haven't even started, if Pinterest, oh, sorry. Instagram is kind of on your radar and you have posted there, you know, every like six weeks and a half and like, you know, it's not really your thing because you're focusing mm. on, I don't know, Facebook, Facebook groups or Pinterest or something else, then that is irrelevant. And, and starting a shop tomorrow on Instagram is not going to bring you customer because you still don't have the database on Instagram and the followers there, you know? So it's, it's like, it has to be relevant for your audience as you said Jess but also for you <laughs> like yeah, it has yeah. to make sense with your current strategy like does it add to what you're trying to achieve or is it a, a, a separate path or a distraction and like an added um channel mm. yeah definitely and I mean there's like lots of other channels YouTube as well mm. um is a good one does anyone remember Vine mm. wasn't that only on iPhones though no I think I it was really... everywhere but is it yeah, what happened it kind of died yeah it just was switched off or something i think you know, I all the vines know. video have been uploaded to youtube <laughs> yeah or tiktok, <laughs> TikTok. i think but when see, uh instagram stories came vine died yeah right. that's what happened I actually very vine interesting came. i'm saying that i'm such a nerd so maybe not interesting to everyone but <laughs> i listened to a business podcast called um business wars it's from Wandry and it's really, it's like a documentary, but it's, it's told like a story. So it sounds like an audio book of someone telling you a story. And it's always two businesses that are in competition. Like it, there's one about Facebook and Snapchat oh, yeah. and the competition between them and Instagram in the picture. Super interesting. Cause that's exactly what I talk about. And it's pretty much what's happening with TikTok at the moment too. And anyway, so it's completely a side note to what we're talking about. But if you want to learn more about the behind the scene of that, it's a very, it's a fun thing to listen to. It's not like boring business podcast. Yeah, it's like a story. Cool. <laughs> and they have heaps of other ones like, you know, Patagonia versus like, what's the other one? North, uh, North Face. Or mm -hmm. it's always like two big things. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. Hey there, makers. If you need to figure out what pain point your product solves, you can check out our 5 Wise Technique download. The 5 Wise Technique is a great way to go beyond the superficial reasons a customer makes a purchase and find out their deeper motivations. You can download this and a bunch of other cool stuff at thebusinessofmaking.com forward slash get freebies. It's all one word, get freebies. Good luck. So... We've obviously we've been kind of focusing on like social media mm. as an example, but there's lots of other ways in your business that you can get distracted by shiny object syndrome. Oh, yeah. um, like I mentioned before, like, oh, I'll, you know, should I, should I move to a different um, platform? <laughs> should I change mailing list providers or should I, should I, should I try this new technique? Like there's a million and one things. And I think we've all, you know, when we say to you, you know, shiny object syndrome, I'm sure something's popped into your head that has happened recently where you've fallen foul of this. <laughs> and the, the problem with it is that it's not, the stuff that catches your attention is not necessarily a bad thing. Mm. They're not necessarily stuff that you shouldn't be doing. It's just not necessarily what you should be doing now. Mm, yeah. I mean, it might even be extremely relevant and needed in your business, but as Jess said, not right now. It might just be the fun thing that you want to do. And this kind of goes back to our Patreon episode that we just uh, recorded recently and published the other week, it 
about rebranding and mm. rebranding we find really fun and it's exciting and maybe you you do have that on your plan in your business to rebrand or upgrade your brand but that shouldn't come before the things that are more important as in like mm. working out who your customer is or you know mm. um refining your products that kind of thing mm. Yeah, one thing I see a lot of people doing, and I'm sure I've fallen foul of it myself, is getting distracted by the shiny stuff on the periphery of business Mm. and ignoring the core Mm. of your business. Mm. So not focusing on the real things that will make a real impact Mm. and getting like people who are obsessed with their, you know, increase in their Instagram or their Pinterest, you know, that could impact your business in the long run but if your photos are shit it's not going to matter yes like (laughs) let's just be honest like you need to focus on the core aspects of your business are your policies good are your descriptions and copy good Mm. are your photos good are you selling something people want are you selling it to the right people Mm. you know those are the core elements is this a business you can see yourself doing in five or ten years time Mm. are you selling in the like in the right places Pricing. That you'll reach. Yeah. Is your pricing right? Like those are the core elements Pretty of your business. Pretty much all the stuff that's boring or that you <laughs> yeah. feel. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Seriously. These <laughs> yeah. are all like. Uh, and it's hard. Know, it takes work. Have you done your bookkeeping? Yeah. Like seriously. Yeah. The difficult stuff. Yeah. 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 It, the stuff that sounds basics as well once you already have a business. So I see a lot of that mm. when you work with um, someone that has already a shop. And they're kind of plateauing. And it's like, that's usually when you start being on the lookout for shiny things. (laughs) You're like, Mm -hmm. I'm at a plateau and there's this new thing that I haven't done that is going to get me out of it. Where usually it is absolutely not the case. That's going to dig you into a deeper hole. You need to go back to those basic things that either you have done really well, but you need to do again because the market has changed or you have changed or your products have changed or you haven't done really well and Mm. you didn't do it good enough, you know, air quotes here. And that's always the boring, basic stuff of ideal customer brand, but not the colors and the logo, like your actual vision and mission and what the brand stand for and the cohesiveness (laughs) is that word again Mm. uh, of your product. So that the boring, basic stuff is like, you are always going to get more from that than from a new Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook, weeks, whatever Mm. thing that's coming at you. It, seriously and it's also something that you're going to have to do every couple of years as a business now you're constantly going to be working on this stuff there's no point in your business life where you go i'm done with my brand i'm done with learning more about my customers <laughs> that's it i know them now like no yeah it's, it's never going to change and like you want to go back to the basics like deb said like in my, i'm gonna i'm gonna pull from my own experience so i've been running my jewelry business since 2008 I can tell you now the thing, what brings me customers is my photos and my SEO. Like that's where 90% of my customers come from is my SEO. They, they find me through Etsy search or Google search or whatever. They land on my site. My photos appeal to them. The price point's about right. They buy from me. Like I haven't really focused on social media marketing for a very, very long time. Yeah. <laughs> a very, very like I'll do I do a little bit of it. Mm. Uh like an Instagram post here and there, post Facebook here and there. Some Pinterest is probably the main one. Um, you know, getting my products on there. But honestly, it's those fundamentals that, you know, and that might be different for you, like the fundamentals for your business because of what it is and, mm. and all that sort of stuff. But remember, remember the things that will last. 
Okay. So an Instagram post does not last. It doesn't have longevity. Getting your search engine optimization right has longevity mm. and it actually increases over time, like increases over time if you've done it right. Because if people are coming and they're clicking on your thing, the more people who click on it, the higher yeah. will rise in search and it gets more and more people. If you take excellent photos, people will see them. Mm. You can use them over and over again for years and years and years into the future. So think about the stuff that's going, even like blog posts, right? Mm. They will be bringing people to your website for years to come yeah. because, you know, people will find look for something on Etsy. How do I do a ring size? Oh, sorry, on, on Google. How do I, you know, work out a ring size? Oh, look, I have a blog post about that that people mm. then find and then they look at my jewelry. So, yeah, kind of, and I think we're going to talk more about this in the Patreon episode, but find the focus of those core cool mm. things and make sure you've done them right before you get distracted yeah. by all the shiny objects. Yeah, yeah. Usually shiny objects are fun too, and this stuff isn't. So yeah. <laughs> so that's why it's difficult too, because you're like, oh, but that's so much more fun if I could just yeah. post on Instagram instead. But it's like, mm, no, it doesn't pass the test of is this boring enough to be highly like uh, like, yeah. a, like a key thing that I should be doing. If the answer is yes, that's pretty boring and annoying, then you should be doing it. <laughs> like, sorry <laughs> to break the news to you. And it's not true. Like you can have fun, of course, still doing marketing and all, but really those stuff that we usually go, we do it too quickly because it's not fun. And then we're like, okay, now I'm ready for fun. And yes. yeah, fun doesn't necessarily always bring results. Perseverance. Mm. That's what it really comes down to as well. Hey, like you need to stick with something long enough to actually see a result from it rather than jumping from thing to thing because you're like, I've been posting to Instagram every day this week and I haven't seen much increase in my engagement. Yeah. Okay, we'll do it for two months or three months or six months yeah. and see that's what happens. That's so key because that's this plateau bit, right? Well, you're like, okay, I've mm. got my shop. Maybe you have a few, you had a few sales, maybe you didn't. Maybe you had more than a few sales, but you want more and you're just kind of like, you're getting orders every month, but it's not growing, you know, and you want that grow, growth. Um, that's when you start looking for shiny things because it becomes harder. And it's always mm. easier in like mentally and also in the action, like mentally in the sense of like there's this fun part of starting something new um, that's easier than the grit of going like, okay, this hasn't worked and this is like six months of me trying this thing and I haven't figured it out yet. So you're like, I'm, I'm over it. That's pretty much what it comes down to. I'm over it. I want to do something else. That's probably going to be the fix. But really it just means that for six months you haven't, you, you've just successfully tried and failed at something, mm -hmm. you know, and you've got to keep at it because that's six months of progress that you're still going to have to put into this new thing that you think is going to take you two weeks. You're, you're just signing you up for another six months of experimentation on this new app platform strategy or whatever. Mm. So that's the risk is that then it's been two and a half years and you've tried like five different things because you didn't stick to one. So the sticking part is like the hardest. And I, you know, I speak from like my own experience and the people I work with, but like my own experience, that's so true. Like how many times I've been like, Oh, I've been doing that for two years. Like I kind of want to do something different now. And then it's like, well, but this new thing is going to require so much more of my time and work to be driving as much result of this old thing that's not working perfectly, oh but God. still so much, you know? Yeah. And that, so that happiness and fun that you feel when you're starting something new and shiny is always temporary because yeah. you always then have the same problem that's at the core. Yeah. So yeah. the you really need to go back and fix that, whatever the, the problem or the core issue mm. is, and then you'll experience that like <laughs> happiness and enjoyment for a lot longer because yeah. you're not just trying to put a Band-Aid on something that's, that's yeah. broken. One of my favourite song lyrics is from John Butler Trio and it goes, um, 
uh, something about the other side. The grass is greener, but it's just as hard to mow. <laughs> <laughs> so I just it always comes to my That's head so when true. I think about something like that. Yeah, yeah. The grass is greener, but it's just as hard to mow. Yeah. So don't get distracted by that. And like I know we've been talking about business, and this is a business podcast, but we've all experienced this now. Like lives outside of business as well mm. shiny object syndrome um you know if you've ever been into fitness or learning an instrument or you know whatever yeah. it might be if you don't stick to one thing for long enough if you keep getting distracted by new techniques and new new things then you never make progress yeah on, and it just takes so much that longer to do oh, because so you, you like breaking to do all the other like this is all very well and good that we're all saying like don't get distracted <laughs> but it's you know we all know it's so hard to do so hard oh yeah and I we've think, all done it a million times um it'd be great I think if we threw out some strategies and mm. the only one that I have that works is for me to put what I'm supposed to be working on like right in front of my face literally <laughs> like I'll put a sticky note on my computer screen saying you know, right now, this is what you're working on. I actually use on, um, on my Mac, I have the, you know, the stickies app. And so I use that and I have red up the top for right now and then orange or yellow and then green. And the green stuff is where if anything flies into my head, I put it in there because that's for later. And then my, I have to look with my eyeballs up to that red sticky note and go, Oh yeah, <laughs> this is what I'm supposed to be working on. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I, I, honestly, I remind myself like multiple times a day <laughs> what yeah, I'm supposed yeah. to be working on because that's the only way I can do it because it's really mm. hard oh and so often things will pop up like yeah this is this is why I try to leave some white space in my calendar to deal with things that pop up because sometimes like and this is a bit different like the times where I'm sure you two have both experienced this and maybe people listening the times where your website's been taken down because someone's hacked it or you know something's gone terribly wrong and you have to just throw everything out the window that day your plan goes out the window and you end up spending three hours working out how to align a goddamn piece of text on your website and it's not doing what it's supposed to be doing and a job that you thought would take you five minutes yes. has now taken you hours. half a day yes. everything <sighs> always takes longer than you think too yeah. and it's never so, a smart thing either it's always like an, an alignment mm. problem with a font yeah, and you're like no. why don't you bloody work but also even when it is something that's not frustrating, that is fun, like let's say you're playing with your brand colours or whatever, um, mm. I keep going back to this brand thing being fun. I think I need a rebrand. Um, <laughs> you're a graphic designer, it's natural. <laughs> but time flies when you're having fun, right? Yeah. So even if you have set aside, okay, half an hour, I'm going to just check out this new thing, it, you know, two and a half hours goes by and you're like, oh, shit, now I can't do the thing that I was supposed to do. So you have to be really careful about that. Yeah, maybe do the whole eat the frog strategy, mm -hmm. you know, where you yes, do, do the, the hard, thing the hard first. things first. And like if you have a to-do list for the day or the week or whatever, make sure to set, and I try to do this, like I set the stuff I really have to do first and then I can play around with other fun stuff. Yeah, as afterwards. a reward. As a reward. Yeah. That's how I try it doesn't always work, I'll be honest. <laughs> Sometimes I'll, I'll get on and I'm like, yep, I'm working on my podcast and then I get like, I check on Facebook for like a comment from one of my students and then I reply to that and then I get distracted by other comments and then yeah. it's half an hour later. Of course, like, it, of course we're not perfect. <laughs> no. Back I go. Yeah. It's like um, at the moment and I go in and out of doing that, at the moment emails are a massive issue for me. Like I seriously need help oh, yeah. with it. Like it's like I can't. So I'm like I don't open them until like 3.30, 4 p.m. So like I legit only have an hour max to spend in there because then it's like time to get off work. 
But sometimes I'm going to need to open them in the morning because I'm like, damn, I have a meeting and there's a link in there that I have a click. And so it's open. And then next thing I know, I've spent like times in there. And emails, it's not like you spend an hour like replying to emails. It's like what the emails do to your to-do list. Like this email is just added two items. This email is just added (laughs) another one to this thing for next week. And so it's just like, to me, it's this big like hole of like, we are going to take Mm. the to-do list and break it down and redo it for you. (laughs) So I just like move that to the later part of my day. So that mm. in the morning I feel more like, oh, I have room to do the things that are like probably your red sticky not Mikael. It's like this is the stuff you're actually working on. Like mm. you're not working in your emails, <laughs> you know? Yes. <laughs> but sometimes it doesn't work. And I have or- like horrifying weeks where I forget about that. I do emails first thing in the morning and then I lose control of my week because I'm just mm. like, what, what has happened? Someone has changed my plans. And it's like because I haven't, you know, I've let myself go, oh, shiny, I'll do this. Shiny, I'll do that. Yeah, the shiny yeah. thing is not always... Um a good shiny is it sometimes no, yeah. it's shiny, like doing something for someone else that you d- really yeah. don't want to do but it turns out yeah. that it could be urgent or someone thinks it's urgent even if it's not urgent and then you have to yeah. get onto it so yeah it's tricky yeah. hey there maker are you loving the business of making podcast we're loving bringing it to you but we really need your support to continue producing the show you can support us on patreon for as little as a dollar a month Depending on your level of support, you can get perks like behind the scenes and extra special content, including video, a link to your shop on our website, and even a shout out on the podcast. Every month, we also release a special secret podcast episode available only to our platinum patrons. Just head over to thebusinessofmaking.com forward slash support. And this is like if you are a maker and you, you're selling or, you know, you have to just work when orders come in, <laughs> you know, you have to get them done in a certain period of time. So there is always a, a level of uncertainty to your days mm. um, as to how much volume of, of work you're going to have and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's important to just be aware of that and be mm. um, kind of teach yourself to be okay with that and to accept that. I know for some people it's probably fine, but for other people's, who don't cope well with uncertainty and who really like rigid schedules, it's not going to be great. Mm. Um, I think the, the way to do it if you are that person is to like set aside more time than you normally need for the making and like that sort of stuff. And then if you get bonus time because you don't have as many orders, then you can do something else with that time mm. rather than like overscheduling yourself with all of the working on the business rather than mm. in the business tasks and then you get to Thursday and go oh my god I've still got these four orders I haven't finished yet and yeah. I need to go out tomorrow crap I've totally lost track of my mm. days and you know always um I think Kate Toons has said this it stuck in my head when I read her say it once start with the focus on the things that actually make you money mm. like make sure yeah. that you're prioritizing the things that actually make you money yeah i think that case, is so yeah. so true and relevant and everyone yeah. needs to get that into their heads because yeah. it goes back to what you were saying before jess and thinking about the periphery stuff yeah. in your business that um you think needs doing but if you really think about it and you too deb when you were talking about mm. i think in the other episode about if your branding is going to cost five thousand mm. dollars is that going to bring you more money and what is actually going to yeah. bring you money and what are you what can you sell like what are you selling to what are you selling to pay for this new shiny thing <laughs> yeah. Really? yeah well you want the the, the <laughs> most money with the least amount of effort like mm, that's it yeah. or or you're a little bit sm like i don't know like maybe you just love to work for not no money <laughs> but like usually you want to be looking for this like one right lever to pull <laughs> like us right now it's just like <laughs> 
it's for the greater thanks for bringing it, it is for the greater good yes <laughs> we we do not earn money from this podcast let's put that out yeah there. no we don't <laughs> so um, far Unless we become like Chapo Trap House and like earn hundreds of thousands of dollars no. a month from our patrons. No, at the Which, moment, you know, patron is paying for uh, the wonderful Ivy, I Ivy, who is um, Ivy, helping us out with producing pretty much the podcast. Like she edits mm. and all of that. So thank you so much because you help us pay her. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And our hosting and all the other things. Yeah, yeah all the other. They still cost that up, don't they? Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I forgot what I was there. saying. But, um, yeah, pretty much. People wanna, who like working for free. Yeah, you know, you want to find the lever that's the most effective, right? Like mm. there's a lot of stuff you can do that eventually could maybe potentially perhaps lead to money. But there are some that are like direct ways to improve. And sometimes if something's already working and you improve it by like 1%, it's already so much more in your revenue and in your bank account that if you start this brand new thing from scratch, because you need to get first to 70% with it. And so it's really looking yeah. for the small adjustment that can have bigger results rather than this brand new things that are just so much more time consuming and often don't lead to a much, uh, that much money. Um, one thing I wanted to say uh, before maybe we wrap this up is that there's something that you said, um, I can't remember who said it now, but it was around, I think it was you, Jess, like around, there's also that in your life. Like when you try, mm. you're like, I'm going to the gym now. I'm not like a gym junkie now. And then you're like, no, I'm yes. going Pilates. That my thing is yoga now. Like and you yes. try like a bunch of different things. And I'm looking in the mirror right yeah, now. Totally. I've tried all these things. <laughs> I could say you have to find something that they all work, I guess is my point. Yeah. Like there's some people that are going to tell you like, no, nothing is like yoga or nothing is like Pilates. Or not. They all work. They're slightly different. They all have slightly different results, but they all work. There are some people that are building businesses. They've never touched Instagram, Facebook, or Pinterest. They have different strategies. They're on Twitter, but we're not on Twitter. We didn't even mention it in the episode. Like what I mean is I let go of that FOMO of trying to think that you need to do them all. Uh, it's okay to try a few different things, but make sure that the the goal is to just find what works for you in terms of something you can do consistently, like something that you can commit to. There'll be a system in your business in place yeah. for it where every day you'll show up. If it's social media and it's this one social media you think you'll show up every day and do the work in that platform without worrying of the other. I think it's key because in the end, that's what, you know, that's why you pick the gym or yoga or whatever because it works for you long term it's something that you can do you see yourself doing for a few years at least uh, and it's yeah. the same in in business so i think that's very key because some people i see are like i'm gonna go on instagram but they hate taking pictures they hate it <laughs> like they just really don't enjoy it and it's not and it, you can't just have a feed especially if you're selling products where you don't have your products photographed and at some point you're mm. going to run out of shots if it, they're always the same so you'll have to take a few more pictures maybe that's not necessarily the best platform for you if you're planning on posting seven times a week like you know just ask yourself those questions like sustain is it sustainable for me right now yeah good point yeah sustainable for the long term is what you've got to do yeah. whatever whatever you do whatever you focus on whatever you whatever's going to work for your business and it might take time to experiment and find out what that thing is uh, and that's mm. just normal that's part of business but yeah don't give up too soon on something because mm. you're not seeing results it's like the diet right that's another example you can yeah. think of yeah well that's exactly the real right. diet is one yeah. that isn't a diet it's just something that you do for the next 30 years you know that's like mm -hmm. reasonable <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> if you jump from that diet, it's a lifestyle it's, yeah, change. It's a shiny, it's a shiny thing. Then we don't want shiny. <laughs> Only good shiny. Yeah, shiny that's you know appropriate and works in the long term. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap things up there. Thank you uh, for listening 
to the show. Hopefully, I was going to say some... you welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Deb, for oh, being I here. I'm getting tired. It's lunchtime. Free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm hungry too. Um, yeah, so Shani, yeah, I, it's funny, you know, like when we started this podcast. I don't think we had any idea really of where it would go. And, you know, we had a completely different plan for why we started the podcast to what we are now. So we've pivoted. There you go. That's our pivot. Um, But, yeah, I think we can do this long term. Otherwise, we wouldn't be bothering. So that's the thing to think about as well. And this is I'll leave you with that thought about your business. If you can't see yourself doing it in 10 years, don't start it Mm. because it'll be 10 years before you know it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, And you'll be like, oh, Maybe, you know, and conversely, don't wait 10 years to start it. Like if you think it's something you can do long-term, start it now. now. Just figure it out as you go. Be mediocre at at it for a bit. (laughs) That's right. It's okay. It's what we do. All right. So we'll be back again very soon with another episode. Don't forget about our our Patreon live (laughs) Q&A. I swear we like make a point of that every episode, how to spell, how to say that. Um, Our Patreon live Q&A. That is coming up on the June 9th or 10th, depending on where you are. Uh, If you want to join us for that, make sure to hop on your Patreon feed and the details are there. If you're not already a patron, remember you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash T-B-O-M for the business of making, not the Book of Mormon. Um, And we couldn't take that hashtag. They already had it, damn it. So, yeah, we hope we can see you there and we would love to chat with you and that Q&A. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and colleagues on Instagram stories. It's really easy. You can just take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories and tag us at the business of making. So we can wave back and say, Hey, thanks for sharing the show. Actually, I'm going to add something here. Sorry, Jess. I know this is a lot of requests we're making right now, but I'm (laughs) just going to add one more. So many calls to action. (laughs) Here's your last one. Reviews really, really, really make a difference. Like if you can't uh, support us financially with Patreon, going to iTunes, I don't know what you're using on your phone, tablet, whatever, but iTunes is where you need to go. Even if you don't have Apple, you can find us on iTunes just in your browser and leave a review there. It really, really helps us reach more people. It's free. And I know it's a bit annoying. Like you got to go to a browser, you got to search it, you got to type it, but then we do the triple dance, like know that. <laughs> it makes us so happy. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. It's so cool when we get a review. Yeah, it's like, so cool. So if you want to make our make day, happy. yeah. Just go and leave us a review. Thank you. Thank Thank you all. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.